<laughs> it's just five minutes of us giggling. <laughs> it's just truly five minutes well, of us giggling. That's so funny. I can't believe Virgo season's almost over. That is insane. I was thinking about that today. I was like, it's been so busy. Yeah. You said it's it kicked flown by, which you expect, but it's like, right. whoa, all right, Libra's here almost. <laughs> Libra. My can't wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. We tease, we tease. Um, yeah, you were saying Virgo season's been kicking your ass. Virgo season has been kicking my ass, but like in the best way. Right. Like, in all the right ways. I, yeah. Well, I was in this funk for so long and just of like wanting to do things, but not having the energy to, not having the resources right. to. And right. then what's interesting is that in my natal chart, I have um, Virgo ruling the first house. So like I have Leo rising. So once Virgo season hits, it's sort of like my own personal um new year kind of because like yeah. the sun travels through all 12 houses and then like once it's done in the 12th and it enters the first it's like all right time to start new things initiate and the 12th house is all about like uh going into your subconscious it's mm. a very um you know time to just like relax and sort of take things in so that once mm. you enter the first house it's sort of like aries energy but for me it's like right. Uh, the energy of Virgo because Virgo rules my first house. So it's, yeah. I, and I, I realized recently, like every, every September, and it is like the back to school time, which is interesting too. But like every September, it really is like, all right, Heather, you have tasks. Like you have opportunities now. Like let's start <laughs> things. And I just have this like jolt of energy. And right. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's been, like, especially this year, and it's, right. it's amazing, but I'm also, like, working myself to death, and I need to pull back a little now, I think. But. Take a little, yeah, you're in flow. Well, and it's also, like, we come off this really, like, relaxing, playful summer vibe, right? Like, when right. we're just kind of in, like, work schmirk mode, right? It's all about just kind of, like, hanging out. It's very Leo energy, yes, I would imagine. Yes. Very, we want to party very, with our friends. Right. Cool. We want to party. We want summer. And then, like, before that, it's cancer. Like, summer's about, like, relaxing and recouping, right? Cancer yes. comes before Leo. Yes. Did I do that yes. correctly? Thank you. It does. Um, and, uh, yeah, but then it's, like, and then all of a sudden you get this Virgo, like, back to business. Right. <laughs> or, like, mm -hmm. you know, very like, not in a like annoying robotic. I'm a work. I'm a human. Uh, what is that phrase? I'm a human doing, not a human being. Right? Oh, I've <laughs> like, never not, even heard of that. It's so annoying. But yeah, it's kind of like I don't feel like Virgo season means it so much in that way. Like it's more like for the better of self, like routines in the sense of like bettering yourself. And like it's not in the terms of being self-centered so much as it is like self-focused. Um, shall we do a little intro? Shall I introduce you to the folks? We just, oh, I know sure. we jumped right in. We're in very conversational. <laughs> uh, but folks, listeners, welcome to Hollywood Horoscopes. This is Heather Cunningham. Hello. My co-host. Yes. Hi. Hi, Heather. Hi. Hi. An Aquarius sun. Aquarius Sun, Taurus Moon, Leo Rising with Hella mm. Pisces Planets. Mm. We love yes. to hear it. Yes. We love to hear it. And uh, yeah, I've been wanting to do, I've been trying to do an astrology podcast for years and it just hasn't been right 
And this feels oh so right. And this feels uh, like Saturn return, baby. Literally, <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, but uh, my mom and I, uh, yeah, for, for everyone listening, I have studied astrology for a long time now. I think I started in sophomore year of college and my mom... Mm. Uh, started studying astrology before I was even born. She was hoping I was going to be a Pisces, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aquarius, close sorry, though. coming so early close. with that Leo rising flare. What? <laughs> <laughs> so close to Pisces. No, thank God you're an Aquarius. I don't think we'd be friends if you were a Pisces, to be quite honest. No offense, <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm an Aquarius instead. But I feel like only because I already have so much Pisces in my you chart. Do. Like, I feel the emotions, but I have that right. Aquarius, like, all right, but we can intellectualize it. But you have right. that, too, with your Gemini moon. Thank you for saying that. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, anyway, uh, my mom and I run South Florida Astrologer. Uh, check it out, southfloridaastrologer.com. And I've been doing readings for like five years now. And this is a major passion of mine. And I'm just yes. so excited that I get to do this with you, one of my <laughs> very best friends in the whole world, who just gets me on that soul Pisces, on that Pisces watery level. level. Um, <laughs> and yeah you're also just one of the funniest people i know and the best talkers i know so oh, i feel like well, that's this the is gemini just... <laughs> uh the me not shutting up that's gemini <laughs> that's the gemini moon folks um yes uh for the folks listening i'm a little more of a astrology dum-dum <laughs> so and oh i don't even know if i inter- <laughs> my name is miranda lensky uh oh whoops um no i should have I'm probably a, been I'm like, a, and you are yeah no we got we're excited yeah. we're just excited yeah um yes i'm an astrology dum-dum and just a regular little dum-dum in a cute way i'm not putting myself down yeah um but uh yeah i have so much i bug heather with questions non-stop about astrology uh i talk shit with heather about astrology mm-hmm. um a lot of our conversations just revolve around the beautiful world and universe and reality that mm-hmm. is astrology <laughs> Yes, you're also uh, so intuitive. You just like grasp it. I think you uh, understand it more than you even realize. Right. Or I just also just the moment we when I was really kind of like, especially talking about astrology with you and realizing it's not so much about the daily horoscope. Right. Right. That's not really what the focus is. It's more about uh, studying astrology in terms of personality Mm -hmm. and how to get along with other signs. And um, yes, I think I was really like, what does Pis- what does Pisces mean? What does Pisces say about me? And um, not really knowing that there was just so much more to even your personality. Anyways, <laughs> what we're here to talk about today, yes. Heather, if you want to, if you want to do the honors of what season it is, I guess I kind of already said it. But. Yeah. Well, we are in Virgo season, which, Ooh, um, Virgo. yeah, I you know. The earth signs, I I don't necessarily get excited for earth time, but now that I think <laughs> about it, <laughs> once I'm in it, it is it is good. Like it's, it's, yeah, every sign is exciting in its own beautiful way. For yeah, sure. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. There's been so much like Virgo season has been on fire for me personally. Or yeah. and like and I know that you feel the same. Yeah, Virgo, something that uh hit me all of a sudden, especially now in my later years that I'm getting more 
in alignment with sort of like, and I'm paying attention to more like, oh, what season we're in Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling a lot of big things even, or just like paying attention to the transits, the moon, things like that. Right. Um, Virgo season is, I realized, always around like when school starts. It's Mm -hmm. always when you come off that like summer vacation like we talked about. It's always when school starts. It's always when I'm getting my shit together, brand new school supplies, brand new fits. I'm in like... And then I usually kind of fall out and fall off a little bit, of course. But you're always so gung-ho and you're ready. And I think that's even the most important part of Virgo season is even it's it's not so much about like, of course it is like uh, there's a big point to like sticking with your goals and such. But it's more of like the there's been a fire under my ass. Like Mm -hmm. I feel really charged, like really charged up. And it feels like it's enough to like carry me through to the end of the year in a really healthy, productive, great way. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. And, yeah. Virgo you, you gets ahead. a bad rap for being like uh, overly perfectionistic mm. and kind of serious and um, too obsessed with the work. But I think that there's really something to be said of like, yeah, at the heart of Virgo, it's about like falling in love with the work, like right. falling in love with the details because right. it's like is fulfilling when you do a job well. I, and, and it like feeds your soul and makes you feel like more alive and you can get like excited about the projects you're doing. That is like the heart of Virgo, I think. Yeah. Getting the, and like, I feel like Virgo again, because it's an earth sign gets like a rep for maybe not being the most sensitive or the most spiritual, Mm. but I, I couldn't disagree more. I feel really, like I've, I feel really spiritually charged this season as well. And a lot of that I think is because of how many creative endeavors are just really happening personally for me right now. A lot of yeah. different projects, a lot of like, a lot of spinning plates in a really exciting way. Not like in a, uh, I'm overloading my plate. I, it's like, I've signed up and committed to these things that really excite me that bring out a lot of passion. And I yeah. feel like yeah, Virgo also, it's not, there are no nonsense signs, as we mm-hmm. love to say. Sure. And they're not, it's not like they're, it's not like this is a season and a time to just like, you need to get your shit together. It's so, it feels so much bigger, so much more in alignment with like the bigger picture, right? right. And more in alignment with the spiritual side of like, I feel more spiritually connected because of the fire under my ass and with like more creative projects I'm getting done and I'm doing and I'm excited about. Yeah, there's just like a, it's very spiritual, it feels like. And yeah. even though it's like they get the rep for being more of an earth, or, you know, not the rep, they are an earth sign. And it's, yeah, it's like rule followers. And really, like, to me, that's not so much, uh, yeah, it's more of like you got to know the rules to bend them a little bit. And I yeah. that's kind of more the vibe Virgo gives to me. It's not like they're, they're a rule follower in a smart sense, not in a, like, you have to obey to the no, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely much more of like, set these guidelines and rules for yourself to be more successful in a way. Like, yes, like yes. it's like, ver- like, like this season is very like uh, holding yourself accountable. It feels yes. very like, yes, F- a lot of like responsibility, but in a healthy sense for yourself. Yes. I personally, have... no, totally. <laughs> well, it's personally because what's interesting is that the opposite sign of Virgo is Pisces, So it makes sense that you specifically feel this spiritual connection to it, but also that everyone does because when the two signs, the opposing signs deal with similar things, but in opposite ways. So yeah, like 
Pisces is the ultimate sign of spirituality and connection to the larger universe. And Mm. Virgo (laughs) has that as an undertone, but its approach to it is more earthy, whereas Pisces approach is more uh, spacing out. And yeah, like (laughs) Pisces can come up with the ideas. Right. Like Pisces got the ideas for days, but Virgo's going to gonna implement them or like yes. Virgo's gonna figure out how to I don't know if I use if that's the right word there, no, no, but no, like no, yeah. yeah Virgo's gonna yes exactly get it done um it's not that they're not dreamers and not passionate that's exactly what it is and they they they're re- really good about honing in that drive mm-hmm. and um yeah Heather that's a great little segue too into like real quick about like this just the seasons as a whole like I feel like a lot of people who are new to astrology when they hear something like Virgo season it's and mm-hmm. it's very celebratory of that particular uh astrological sign in this yeah. case Virgo I feel like a lot of people feel like oh this is just like Virgo season in the sense of like my season comes when it's my turn and what's a beautiful thing I've realized is that oh no 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 like the seasons are for all to experience it's oh, just yeah it's a beautiful as, as a Pisces being in Virgo season. I've never, I feel like I'm on Mother Nature's Adderall. You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel so focused, and it's such a great feeling. And I feel like I'm just really vibing and letting Virgo season work for me. So, if you would like to talk a little about, bit about that for yeah. maybe the the little more uh, astrological or what am I trying to say? Um, astrology dummy dum dums yes, such yes, as myself yes. who are newer to it. Yeah, please. yeah, no, I you know we. There's 12 months in the year. There's 12 signs. All of life is very cyclical. (laughs) Um, Each season, each of the four seasons we experience start with a cardinal sign. Most people don't know that. So like Libra kicks off the fall. Aries kicks off the spring. Um, And all of these signs have that sort of uh, like... uh, initiatory is what I was going to say. They have that like strong, they're, they're cardinal. So they like to initiate, they like to um, start things. They, they carry that energy. So it's Aries, Ah. Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn kick off (laughs) each of our like four seasons, you know, fall, spring, winter, summer. Uh, So that's really interesting. That's so interesting. And so sorry, not to cut you, not interrupt, but like, you say that and I'm like, yeah, no shit. Pisces falls at the end right, of no, like totally. winter. It's got no start. It all makes <laughs> there's, sense. There's that no Scorpio like falls engine. During Halloween come on. Like <laughs> it's all just I mean, when you really pay attention, it's just so Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. Once uh, you once you really start noticing it, it's just it's it's not not in your face. It's yeah, hilarious. It's Sorry, everywhere. go on. Continue, please. But but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, the sign changes every around the 20th of each month, somewhere in there. Um, so the sun travels through each of the signs. Uh, it spends about a month in each sign. And it's really amazing if you can pull up your natal chart and actually like watch to see where the sun is transiting and you can see not just the sign, but the house that it's in. Mm. If you know your birth time and how it's uh, highlighting that area of your life uh, Mm. based on the houses, like I'm so into that these days. Um, Mm. But yeah, I mean, even just knowing the energies of the sign and keeping track of like 
oh, it's it's Virgo season, and I feel like I'm paying way more attention to details these days. You you can feel it if you pay attention. Um, and yeah, each each season uh, carries some of the energy from the previous one with it. So like mm. what we were talking about with. Um, Virgo being a lot about like self-love, I feel like we were saying, like you, you right. work uh, to in like a self-love kind of way. It's it's also about health and routine and stuff. And it's interesting mm. that it follows Leo, which is the sign of like loving yourself. So uh, oh. and then, you know, after after Virgo and we've worked on ourselves and we've got all the details worked out, we're ready to relate to others through Libra. It's just like, oh, my God, makes so much sense. Um, the ebb and flow. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's so, so that's and like, season. it's really funny too, because I, as a Pisces, I grew up with a, I have a really close relationship with both of my parents. My mother is a Libra. My father is a Virgo. And so it's really funny. The, a lot of like, a lot of things I was taught just having a Virgo dad, just the no nonsense vibe with him is just, it's right. so apparent. It's so funny. And he would, he's always so organized. He would even get onto my mom. He would get frustrated with both of us if like we weren't or more organized and not thinking more logically in that funny. sense of just like, kind of like, but also for the sense of like, a lot of times it'd be for protection it, and like. It was, it would be like, you know, you don't want to be fumbling with like your purse and have all your things hanging out. You want to yeah. make sure, you know, right where your keys, you know, like things like that, right, right. that of course I never thought about. And that for, and you know, he's also a dad and a loving husband and father, but like, yeah, yeah. it is so funny how the, the details of Virgo that are just within his own little behavior. Um, yeah. So it's just always so funny whenever we talk about Virgo, how much my dad is so Virgo. It's really, really funny. Yeah. Um, but so with that. Going yeah. off, Vir Did, is there anything else you wanted to add real quick about Virgo season? Did we cover it all before we I don't, do I our don't first? Think so I think that about on. does it. I mean, it's a good time to pay attention to your health, to like mm. um, take care of yourself, to yes. change up the diet. Just just those little um, nuances of how you take care of yourself and your routine, and it's it's really a time to focus on that and. Uh, let that carry you through to Libra so that you can relate to each other a little bit better. Mm. Mm. Heather, <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, Heather, with, with that, should we go into our next segment? Yes, we should, I think. Celebrity chart reading. Uh, okay, let's. I, I'll, I should just. Should I go first? Yeah, yeah. Start us ahead. off with a bang. Yeah, Why yeah. not? The reason we're, we're all here. Yeah. The queen of Virgo season, her <laughs> goddamn self. The queen of our hearts. The queen of the music industry. The queen bee. I am talking Beyonce. That is right, Miss Beyonce Knowles Carter. <laughs> Virgo queen how could we how could we cover anyone else yeah honestly? I mean especially There's, with that album she just dropped this new album just dropped Holy my shit. god my god what is she now oh wait I know because I literally wrote down <laughs> the year <laughs> she was born in 81 okay so she is wow for some reason I thought she was older than that my name's Carrie the She's 41? That's it? Did I do that right? That sounds right, because if she... Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, that's... 41, and just put out 
a whole nother album, a really successful, like fun album. I feel like a lot of people have kind of been now that the album sort of been out for a little bit, it's had its first like pop. I've actually kind of heard people like not bad mouth it, of course, but more just sort of like it, uh, there's not that many like radio bops or radio hits. And I think that's kind of what I'm starting to love more and more about this album is that it doesn't feel like that's why it was written. That's like, she yeah, really, no, it feels like this was a, right. Like this just feels like an art piece. This album feels like it was absolutely made to be listened from beginning to end together. Yes. It's such an experience. And she just put it out at 40 fucking one, or I guess yeah. she just turned 41. So, right. but she put it out at 40, like, the only other person in Beyonce's lane is Beyonce from the year previous. <laughs> like I've said it once, folks. I'll say it till I die. She's just, uh, there's no one else competing with her but herself. It's, it's true. really, it's true. she's the Virgo of all Virgos. Her chart was so fun. So fun to look at. So fun. Like, there's honestly, like, there's so much. We're not going to be able to cover it all in know, just one episode. Or we could literally do a whole hour and a half and we then could. some on Beyonce alone. But for the episode's sake, there's just, ah, uh, I love it. She's Virgo to the core. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. So just a little background about Beyonce for anyone who maybe has never heard of her. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's like um, another thing is, like, Beyonce – Right is she started out uh, in Destiny's Child. She honestly started before that doing competitions, things like that. She had really involved parents. Um, and then she, even when she was in Destiny's Child, uh, it's she was the producer. Like, even with, like, their vision, their mm -hmm. sort of, like, everything they embodied was very much Beyonce's. Uh, that's something that I've just found over the years in doing research and stuff. A lot of people, like put a lot of shit on it because I, or like shit on her name a little bit because she doesn't write her own like lyrics and songs all the time. Um, or, you know, there'll be like a ton of other people right, on right. the list, which like, no offense, kind of not why I love her anyways. Right. Or I'm not, I mean, I'm not a like a performer first oh and foremost, I feel God. like. Yeah. And just, that's like, I, I get why some people find that frustrating or like, especially I think it's, I think it's more of when like, People are talking about her life as if these songs really did come exactly from like all the gossip about like Jay-Z and her and the cheating oh. and then just like the Solange fight and all that. Like, I think a lot of people are like, well, it's X, Y, Z because of this song. And then other people are like, she doesn't even write her own songs. Who right. knows if he even cheated? Like all that. Still, though, Beyonce, there's just no way she's not even if she's not writing every single lyric, she is her albums or like she just is her art. That's I find really, really fascinating about her. And even that's what I more mean. Even when she was in Destiny's Child, she was Destiny's Child. That's why she continued to be so successful. Mm -hmm. um, and so from day one, girl has just been Virgo, Virgo centric, Virgo, Virgo central. Um, now her moon sign is Scorpio. Right. So so she's Virgo sun. She's got a Scorpio moon, water mm -hmm. moon, and then she's Libra rising. Which so, is so she's interesting. Yeah. So she doesn't have any fire. Yeah, but she does but, have Mars and Leo, which I think is a very strong placement for her because mm. it's uh conjunct to her north node and mm. right up there by the midheaven. 
So, but no, it's true. It's interesting that that's like her main fireplace. I mean, she also has like Neptune and Sagittarius, but that's like an outer planet. But, uh, but yeah, I, well, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but. No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. Well, go I was on, just going to say, it's interesting. Please, that, please. Um, when I hear the big three, like Sun and Virgo, Moon and Scorpio, Libra rising, I'm like, wow, what a. I don't know. I, don't, I hesitate to say that Virgo is a dark sign, but to me, when I meet like a Virgo Scorpio energy, there is like a more serious tone to the personality. Yeah. And I yeah. see that from her. I mean, I think. Oh, yeah. And, and with Scorpio, with Scorpio celebrities, Scorpio celebrities tend to be because Scorpio is such a private sign. Like mm. they, they want to keep their reputation uh, under control, you know, yeah. and I get that sense from her. But then Libra Ooh, is yeah. like the opposite. Libra is so Libra is like one of the brightest signs when I think of like right. a bright, bubbly energy. Um, right. So it's interesting, and uh, and it seems like she knows how to work both. Like it, I I get the sense that she she's very good at like, um, yeah, you know, uh, smiling, giving nice interviews, uh, appearing very pleasant and airy, but there's this like serious side underneath that I right. sense. And she, she right. does, like want, to, she's a, she has a very clean reputation, I think. Yeah. She keeps yeah. that shit under control. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Celebrity. Oh, Heather, Heather, you're, <laughs> you're just, you're hitting all my points. So it's so interesting that you say that. Beyonce, well, she does interview, well, shows she's had interviews more in the past. Something that I've noticed later in her career, and this is something that people have also commented on, yeah. she doesn't interview anymore. Wow. Bitch doesn't have to, respectfully. I say bitch respectfully. Right, right, right. Like, it's rare that celebrities can still remain so in relevant. the public's eye, and yes, relevant, without constantly interviewing, but that is oh. just... And Wendy Williams made a joke about this one time. I, I'm sure she got shit for it as she deserves. But like, uh, she said that, uh, of course, Beyonce doesn't like interviews. She sounds so dumb. Like, she <gasps> sounds like Wendy. And like, Wendy. Oh my Wendy. God. And then she had like that stroke not long ago. Yeah, after talk about that, a messy so. celebrity, Wendy Williams. Yeah, yeah Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's just like, I have to interview and give the interview. Wendy's just pissed because she's, she's been trying to interview Beyonce and she won't come on the show. That's just all. Right, right, um, right. But Wendy, yeah, said that. And I do, I think Beyonce maybe like, she she is a very serious person. She is a very intelligent per person and she knows that. And then it's like to be degraded or to get made fun of, especially when she just simply doesn't have to, when you're at the level of popularity yeah. and fame that she is. And it's like, yeah, you can just do something like, drop an album like when she did I mean she dropped this one basically all together I guess there was the one hit but like she sort of I don't she wasn't the first person to do it oh I looked this up once I forget what band was like the very first band to do it to just like drop an album like that but Beyonce doing it it was like a band it was a little more back in the day I want to say it might have been Radiohead the audience like will tell us they'll write yes like with no promo nothing just like here's an album yeah. I want to say it was Radiohead the listeners will correct me. Yeah. Tweet in if I'm wrong. Thank you so much. We'll do a correct a corrections corner next up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um, she dropped that one album a few years back, the like Beyonce self titled album, and that's truly when I was like, not that I wasn't a fan before, but that was really when I was like, oh, she's trying to tell us something. Right. Oh, she's she has a message to say. It's not just pop music, and she's at a level in her career where she can really let that side show, and even yeah. like. 
even homecoming. Jesus, like that was a festival. That was a musical festival. That headliners, huge headliners have come before her, have a couple have come after her, but like have no one has ever made it a moment like that to say something so much bigger. She was the first black Coachella headliner and she she didn't just perform and say thank you. She like really made a statement. She really brought like her culture and her like everything into that performance in a what's usually pretty white dominated of like a of a music festival and you know people wearing right. their you know flower crowns she really right. brought like it was like so much bigger than her music and yeah. she's so like yeah even to when like I like her live performances she's always purposely had like women even in her mm -hmm. band playing mm -hmm. live music she's always been very like she's always been sending a mess you know, like she's yeah. always got something to say that's so much bigger while exactly still carrying herself in this very respectable i'm gonna smile on i have a smile on my face very mm -hmm. gentle manner she rubs elbows with some of the most famous richest motherfuckers in the game mm -hmm. like she but then like at the same time is gonna talk about like politics and very much in a huge like use her platform in a huge way yeah. she has so much to say and she does it through her art oh it's just beautiful beautiful yeah, yeah she's her passion is huge yeah, yeah, yeah um and yeah so it's just so funny that you say that and real quick too before we before we get too detailed I just remembered I wanted to ask you really quick Heather again for the um astrology dum dum dumbos <laughs> uh who are new to this gently I mean that sweetly uh, when you're looking at like a chart yeah. or like for someone who maybe is like, doesn't know how to read their birth chart, for yeah. example, uh, what is some, like, what are the big takeaways when you're first just, so like, we always know the first thing it feels like whenever you're asking anyone is like their sun sign, right? You always right. start with the sun sign and then you trickle into like, what's your moon and what's your rising. But then yeah. when you start getting really like looking into your own natal, everything, uh, what is some, what are the big takeaways someone should be looking for? Like. Uh, what should they be, yeah, I guess searching for, looking for from their chart? Yeah, Just right, yeah. like, at, out of the gates. No, beginners. yeah, personally, when I first look at a chart, I am very struck by, like, clumping, like, like not... When you look at the chart, you can see, like, for example, Beyonce's chart is all on the left side. Like, that, to me, mm. is really interesting because it says that she's way more the theme of her life is way more about personal stuff than it is about interpersonal stuff, like one-to-one -one relationships and stuff. It's way more about her shining as an individual. Um, mm. So things like that, or if there's like a excessive fire or if there's, you know, a dominance of earth, but not a lot of air, those are the things that I pick up on immediately. And that I think, um, really resonate if you don't know all the little aspects and, you know, how, what each little planet means. Um, right. Just looking at like what, uh, what is in abundance in the chart and then what mm. is maybe lacking, I think can tell you a lot. Uh, yeah. And you can look at the elements like, you know, fire, earth, air, water. You can look at uh, if there's a, a bunch of planets in one house uh, or toward one part of the chart, like I think that's a good, a good place to start. Um, Amazing, did that, yeah. Did that answer, yeah. No, it did. Well, and the reason I asked too is just because I realized, like, I've had my chart printed, and like this was like years ago when I was still a beginner, and I had no idea what it meant. Like, I had no idea kind of how to read it, or like, 
I was like, okay, I have my chart, but now what? You know, so right. something that when I, and again, oh, I should say, I got all this, in, all of my information today that I'll be sharing. Um, I got off of Astro Theme, which is yes. a really great website in terms of they have a lot of celebrities charts and they really break it down. I love how they explain a lot of this too. Mm-hmm. And um, something that, uh, that I like highlighted or wanted to mention was um, in, it says like right here in brief, a natal chart is composed of 10 planets, uh, two luminaries, the sun and the moon, Mm -hmm. three fast moving or individual planets, Mercury, Venus and Mars, two slow moving planets, Jupiter and Saturn and three very slow moving planets. And so it kind of just like breaks down in terms of like an overall analysis of the chart enables us to figure out, the personality's main features and to emphasize several points that are confirmed or not in the detailed analysis. So I yeah. guess it's more of just like, you're really just getting past that. There's so much more to just your sun rising. Oh my God. And moon. And even what we're covering with like really, obviously really knowing a person you really, you, I feel like you see a lot of these details yes. a lot more. We obviously don't know Beyonce yeah. personally. So it's also like, no one get mad at us. Everyone take this with right. a grain of salt. But uh, I, yeah, I just find it interesting. The Beyonce that we even do know, the fraction of, this version yeah. of her that we are so graciously given by the gods. Um, yeah, is so in alignment already oh with God, so much on her chart. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to add that too. Um, didn't mean to get all reedy. Uh, no, but I yeah. more just like, yeah, so you totally answered my question, I think, in terms of like, looking at a chart, what, what are the main sort of things? Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. And then going from there, I wrote a couple notes down. If you are okay with me sharing. Um, yeah, I think I already covered what I, yeah. Like the fact that she doesn't write her own songs, but Mm -hmm. it's like still the fact that she's such a huge producer and her message is like, and like, this is where I get frustrated, right? Like everyone's like, did Jay-Z really cheat? Like, Beyonce doesn't actually write her own music and then she only released it on title for a while and all this and that. And I'm like, of course he fucking cheated. Of course he fucking cheated. Just because she didn't write the lyrics, you think she just like, exactly. If she's gonna like, if people are gonna know about him cheating, if this is gonna be information that people have and it's out there, especially with Solange and him getting into the elevator fight and all that, and it just really becoming like apparent that something was going on. Yeah. Like it to me, it was like, of course he did. And then it was like, well, why would she st- like stay with him? And like, those are the, that's the, that's that inner workings, right? And that she's even been quoted for saying this. I think she says it in the homecoming doc that like her family is like her life and also her death. Like they are her, her highest highs wow. and her lowest that lows are the, the things. the most Scorpio thing I've ever like heard. Like they that are, is, right. <laughs> they like really, so... she's so connected and people are always just like, why won't she dump Jay-Z or all this and that? And right. it's like, first of all, of course he cheated. She would have never let that album out. With that messaging, it was a way of her to take back that narrative. Yes. It was a way for her to still have control in something she, because I, yes, because, and she even kind of touches up on that in the music, like, bow down, bitches. Like, don't forget who I am. Like, I, I'm a human being, yes, but don't forget everything I still am, essentially, is her messaging and her voice. And at least that's what I get. Yeah. And so it's so funny to and like, yeah, she's so private. She only wants us to know, like the only reason we really know about the cheating is it's because it was very much feels like, because I want you to know is kind of how like it feels when lemonade was made. Yeah. You know? Intentional <laughs> is the word that keeps coming to me when you talk like, and 
and Virgo and Scorpio, but especially Virgo, are so intentional. And everything she does feels super intentional right. and super detailed. And right. And there's and there's a method shit. to the madness, right? Like right. I mean, like literally the formula has clearly uh worked for her. Like it's like so yeah. clearly, and she is, she's so yeah. It really because it's like Again, she really, she's already made a splash. She's already done so much. She could simply just retire. It definitely feels like when Beyonce does these things, like releases albums, it, it, she doesn't need to stay relevant. Like, she's fine. Like, it definitely feels like it's for her. Like, right. everything she does at this point in her career is for her. We are seeing a very mature Beyonce. We're seeing Beyonce mm-hmm. in her fullest, like, this is, like, the highest she's been in her career. This is, like, the longest a career of a, one of the longest in terms of celebrity careers. It's also, it's like she just continues to, it's not like she's on the come down. Like, right. that's crazy. It's she's crazy. 41. She's 41. Crazy. To be in the game this long and still in the game this long. And it's not like you are having, it's not like you're getting winded. It's not right. like she needs to, it's not like anyone's begging her to retire. No, everyone that's wanted insane. that album. Like, everyone... Yeah, she's really a powerhouse. It's really like if her performances weren't enough. And that's why I think it's funny that we, you know, I made the joke of <gasps> no Leo in her chart because I think we always think of performers. And and a lot of times they are. A lot of performers are mm-hmm. very, we get a lot of fire, a lot of Leos mm-hmm. love to perform. Uh, but exactly, I think there's a difference between, this is exactly, her chart speaks so much to her career, the longevity of how long she's been around. That's like that Virgo. That's that, that, that's her chart. Like that's her Virgo. That's her Scorpio. That's all, that's her chart. That's without Leo even. And that's amazing. It's just, it's really, really, (laughs) she's something special. Uh, (sighs) But yeah. And um, so something that this, um, when her, from what her chart like says, um, says cheers for communication and mobility, Beyonce Knowles. Uh, And it says the predominance of air signs in your chart favors and amplifies your taste for relations and for all kinds of short trips, uh, whether real travels or symbolic new ideas, mind speculations. And again, I think that speaks to her like longevity of like, she's always like, how can I top myself? It's not about like competing with other pop stars to stay relevant. It's about how can I do it bigger than I did it last time? It's always, it's like a self I've, yeah. No, you're so right. You're so right. Does that seem like that relates, or yeah, does that seem like that? For sure. That I also, is yeah, she has a lot of Libra planets. I'm realizing, but it's in the twelfth house, mm. which is all about like connecting with the collective unconscious. Mm. Like it's, it's, um, yeah. A lot of artists have a lot of twelfth house planets and there's this sense that they can like just intuitively connect with the masses and with what the masses want wow uh wow and she's so the high even this album feels like oh yeah this is exactly i mean i don't know i i'm speaking for me i guess mostly <laughs> but it does it feels no like, you're speaking for us all yeah it feels <laughs> like it's like what it just feels timely i don't know the energy yeah. of it the the fact that it's so like um celebrating like gay house music is like it just feels right right now i don't know mm-hmm. yeah and then something else the chart adds too which is funny because we talked on this 
The predominance of water signs indicates high sensitivity and elevation through feelings. Beyonce Knowles. It's just so funny that it's talking to me like it's my chart. Your heart and <laughs> your emotions. That. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. I am Beyonce Knowles. <laughs> your heart and your emotions are your driving forces and you can't do anything on earth if you don't feel a strong, effective charge. As a matter of fact, the word feeling is essential in your psychology. And yeah, I think that's so evident in her in her career and her performances and her music. That's so evident in everything. She's a passionate one, for yeah. sure. A passionate queen. I know, and um, we think of fire when we think passion, but water is so passionate, too, when it's motivated right. by feeling. Oh, my God. Right, right. And then the last... Just a little thing here I'll share on Beyonce's chart. Uh, Earth qualities are underrepresented in her chart uh, with only 7.21% or <laughs> instead of the average 25%. Ah. Deficiency in Earth may indicate that you have no interest in material and concrete values. This is obviously tricky because, like, she's so fucking rich. I know. That, like, her material values and my material values are obviously going to look a little different. And, yeah. like, I would say she's materialistic, but I would also say that about anyone that famous who just gets to wear you know right fashion designers for fun and right and yeah obviously but again that really her talking about like family again like I just think that is so important to her and she even talks to like obviously she just she had twins and she was doing homecoming and how she said straight up she just like didn't even want to rehearse for it almost didn't want to do it just because of how much she wanted to just be at home with her babies which like she's a new mom and all that but like I do find that really interesting, like the way she talks about her family. I do think her values also, I mean, at her fame and her wealth, she can just have any materialistic, anything she wants, like at the tip of her fingers, right? at her fingertips, when we're trying, at the snap of her, whatever, That's a- um, <laughs> at the clap of her clit, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's so maybe and yeah I don't know that just feels like again from the very little I personally know about Beyonce (laughs) oh that checks out yeah um no yeah it does I just it it strikes me that she is someone who yeah really does value that it's not yeah surface level with her I feel like I don't she's not one of these celebrities that I feel like is obsessed with the brands and wearing all the brands and like she does have her own she has the, um, oh my God. I remember when I was watching, I watched her eat true Hollywood story when I was like 11 years old or something. And she was like, and I started this fashion line with my mom and like, yeah, I can't think but of I don't what, remember it what it's called either, but I remember East park. Hold on. I got to look it up now. Uh, but yeah, so that's our Virgo queen Beyonce. Yes. And now on to our next celebrity. Mm-hmm chart heather would you like to do the honors yeah well i i think that i find heidi montag to be super fascinating i am obsessed with reality tv i'll be talking about that a lot um another dedicated hard-working bitch i'll tell you what yeah we want to talk about longevity hers for a reality star oh my god it's true my god that's true honestly yeah (laughs) um oh my god she's so interesting but yeah no i love to i love to look at reality tv stars and their charts because um it's reality tv but it's also like interesting they're definitely putting on trying to be a little bit messier a little bit more confrontational in the context of reality television so you have to like acknowledge that but 
uh, I think that Heidi's chart reveals a lot. And I don't have her birth time, so I don't have her rising. But mm. uh, just starting with the fact that she's a Virgo sun. Yes. I. But what's interesting is that she's a Virgo sun with an opposition to Jupiter and Pisces. And mm. I think that that that's also the only opposition in her chart. And I think it's like the main aspect in her chart. And it seems when I like look at her as a celebrity, I kind of think that there is this sort of battle <laughs> between right. uh, the material and the physical in the Virgo sun. And then mm. the like spiritual needing to let go of, of Pisces and Jupiter. So like, Oh, and that's the other thing is that when the sun opposes Jupiter, when any planet opposes Jupiter, really, but like uh, you see this especially with sun in opposition to Jupiter, it's uh, Jupiter's the planet that likes to do everything big and tends to go to extremes, tends to go too far. Mm. So for her, like when, okay, so just here's a fact. Obviously, we know that she's kind of known for plastic surgery. I didn't realize. She, got, she wanted H's. She wanted size H boobs for Heidi. What? She said that in an episode of The Hills. That is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is so amazing. Um, <laughs> holy shit. But no, I, okay, so I got this from like a janky website. So fact check me if I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, listeners, call in. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently Please. she received 10 <laughs> cosmetic surgeries in one day. To me, that is so. Virgo Sun, first of all, for me, her obsession with, with plastic surgery. Ten? is very like she is a perfectionist about her face and her body and her mm. the way you know what i mean like she yeah. every little detail every she wants to fix and virgo's a fixer and mm. i i do i'm kind of surprised i mean i again in the in the context of reality television i guess there's more plastic surgery than not but uh, the people who seem, a lot of people who seem to be really obsessed with it in the reality TV universe tend to be Virgos. Um, and I think it is that like perfectionistic thing. It's like mm. they, they just yeah. want it to all be perfect. And it's they like, look good. in Heidi's case, she takes it too far with that Jupiter and Pisces. But it's like, right. uh, yeah, I feel like the universe is constantly telling her to like let go, be more spiritual. Like she... Um, she invested millions in a failed pop music career. I didn't even know that until I did some <gasps> research. Oh my god, I didn't know that either. But that also reads to me as Sun in Virgo oppos in opposition to Jupiter in Pisces. Like wow. Like oh my god, you took it too far, girl. You took it yeah. too far. You need to like pull back a little. You know, right? Get more well, spiritual. and like right. Sorry, didn't mean to. No, no, no. But like I remember too, because I was a big I was a big watcher of the hills. Yeah. I really, really loved the hills. That was like the one big, big like when it was airing, like right. had to watch every episode. It was huge. I was a huge watcher of Laguna Beach. Heidi's on season two of Laguna Beach briefly. Oh. Um, because she's friends with Kristen and Lauren. She's like friends with all of them. Very party girl, very just like there to have a good time. Fine. Um, but yeah, she does, she, yeah, she's obsessed with the perfectionism. And then we move on to The Hills where she becomes a huge character. And even after The Hills, Spencer, this was like more of a quote by Spencer, but you know, I'm sure Heidi was obviously part of it too. Just like the way they they really took their their reality characters far because they were trying to stay in episodes 
And the only way they really could stay in episodes, I guess, was to be that extreme. And like, there's even like paparazzi photos of them during that time, like faking an airport departure and arrival. Like they like do this big scene where it looks like they're leaving and then they change clothes and like did it again. It's yeah. They them as a team. I would love to know Spencer's chart another He's time, of course. But like, oh, okay. <laughs> but like, said that. <laughs> um, but yeah, them as a team, just wow, what a reality psycho duo, I know. unstoppable force of nature. Yes, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe that they're still together, one. But I think that there is Makes that sense. sort of... Uh, that brings me back to my other point that I just have to mention because, again, Please. I'm a huge reality TV fan. And I feel <laughs> like... It's the Virgo episode. I, for those of you who are also huge reality TV fans, I personally think, tell me if you agree, that Virgos are like especially good at the art of reality television, especially Mm. in an ensemble cast because they're so good at, yeah, like, like playing the chess game that is reality TV, like exactly what you were describing. They know how to like, create the situations for themselves that are going to give them longevity and uh, keep them on the show. And in the Real Housewives, especially like Lisa Vanderpump and these like huge Virgo uh, housewives are just, they're <laughs> so good at like stirring the pot, producing staying the scene, on. They're getting um, theirs. But maintaining yeah. the power, keeping their hands clean, but like creating situations where other people <laughs> like are in drama. Demonic. It's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's really funny that you say that. That's that's just yeah. I feel like um, Virgos I know too are, are like my dad's always like start a YouTube, Miranda, but not for like the pa- well, his isn't so much from a passion place as like you could really make some serious money. Like they're they're <laughs> that's very such a Virgo statement. Yeah, he's like almost a pageant dad about it. He talk every time we talk on the phone, he's like, "Where's your YouTube channel?" And he's like, "You don't even have to put your face in it." Like he's just so already like. He's mapping out my his business plan yeah. for me to like have a YouTube channel in a way and I, in my and of course in my Pisces world I'm like yeah it'll uh, whatever right. um, but yeah they yes they're really they're again it's not it's they like playing the game they're yes. good at playing the game my dad's also really competitive yes. um, even with himself like a lot of times it's even with himself but he I don't think competitiveness is like natural in me eh, I think maybe like my Taurus can make me a little jealous, but like my dad was always, I think almost gave me a competitive drive that Mm -hmm. I really didn't have. Um, and that could be toxic masculinity, but no, I do. I think there's like, there's something about there's their play. It's fun to play the game for them. Not even so much in a manipulative, like conniving way, just like how to stay. Yeah. They're really logical, smart thinkers. So they just like, they can easily be like, if I do X, Y, Z, I can keep making money. Like, yeah. So to them, it's like, it's, it's just, it's business. Yeah. It's, but to me, I'm like, I could never act like that on television. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I, I, if I were a reality TV star, I would just try to be drunk Leo vibes the whole time. <laughs> to get that through would it. That my method. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be the wasted messy one. Um, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Virgo's also Mercury ruled, which I think is a part of that. Like Mercury's good at, it's, uh, it's really good at like, Seeing all the pieces within the whole, Virgo's really mm. good at that. And then like, mm. uh, yeah. Again, taking the action to to like finish the puzzle. The earthy, yeah, exactly, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, That's yeah. so interesting. So like in comparison, when looking at Heidi, oh wait, is there any more you wanted to add 
on Heidi's chart or like anything that sticks out to you? No, those are the main things. I mean, I don't have her birth time, unfortunately. So right. I think that's that's what sticks out to me and what I find interesting knowing her as a just fan and then looking at the chart. Um, right. Yeah. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask like just sort of the highlights of Heidi's birth chart from what you can read and then also like based in Beyonce's and like obviously there's clearly some contrast there, but like is there – in terms of like their likeness, do you see anything else besides just their like Virgo sons? Yeah. What's interesting. I know again, it's hard because you don't have all of Heidi's information. Well, no, but what's interesting is that, um, Heidi has her Venus and Pluto conjunct and Scorpio in a tight conjunction. Um, to me that, I mean, Venus is like, shows what you're attracted to it's uh can say a lot about the kind of partner you seek and <laughs> it's interesting to me I mean I guess both Beyonce and Heidi are in these sort of like power couples where they're yeah. both with partners who do the same what they thing do. as them yeah <laughs> but they like yeah. collaborate to make themselves even more powerful as individuals Um, They're very team. It feels like very team mates with their partners like that. That to me is so clearly obvious with Beyonce, but also sort of like, I mean, Heidi lost all of her friends because of being on Spencer's team. Like that's how much a a team's important to her. I guess not all of her friends, but her and Lauren had a really awful. That was like the whole basis of the series for a long time was Spencer. What was it like leaked? I forget what it was like leaked false information about Lauren and Jason, like her boyfriend at the time and Heidi stuck by him. Right. And like they weren't married. That was Vanderpump rules. What'd you say? (laughs) I said it wasn't a sex tape. That was Vanderpump rules. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It wasn't like a sex tape, but it was like almost like rumors of a sex tape or something. Yeah. But it's Lauren Conrad. Oh my God. Also would love to do her chart. Oh my God. Um, I know all of her signs. We, yeah. Come, come Aquarius. We will. Um, but yeah that is just uh, that's interesting yeah Heidi like gave everything up for like Spencer and it's incredible to see that they're still on this like team Uh, and yeah they were they were like a force and Beyonce and Jay-Z too are a force and it's like again when talking about the cheating allegations and stuff to me I'm like right but Beyonce when someone obviously it's so easy to look at Beyonce and be like oh my god she could literally get anyone she wants but it's like these relationships are so important to her, like the time and connection and energy she puts into her relationships. Like, no, she can't just like, and it does like, who the hell else is Beyonce going to date? Obviously she could get anyone she wants. She wants Jay-Z. Yeah. You know, it feels like the same with like, yeah, it's just really funny. I forgot Spencer and Heidi are still together. They're such a weird little powerhouse. It is so Maybe in a negative bad way, but (laughs) like very different jungle gyms. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are on compared to Heidi. Yeah, but there is this like signature in both of their charts. That is, it's sort of like through thick and thin. I'm going to stick with my person that I trust, who I have this intimate, intense connection with. Like, yeah. Right interesting yeah wow wow i didn't even plan to bring that up but that just like occurred to me in the moment but yeah that is interesting. that's just it baby we're all on astrology's plan <laughs> <laughs> all right that can't be the tagline <laughs> amazing we did our first ever chart celebrity chart readings of our first 
ever podcast. It was so Heather, funny. how do you feel? Amazing. I feel so good. I, feel I want so to do this excited. for five more hours. Listeners, call in. Tell us how you feel. <laughs> call in. Email. Tweet at us. Uh, call. Yeah. Let us know how you felt about this episode. Um, all right. So, Heather, um, shall we kind of do like a wrap up then of this episode's coming out on the last and final day of beautiful, fabulous Virgo season. Yes. Uh, do we want to do sort of like a, what can, what can folks, what can astrology dummies such mm-hmm. as myself, uh, what can we expect to take with us out of uh, Virgo season and into Libra? What's something we can kind of like, uh, like, yeah, you get it. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, So this Libra season kicks off on the 23rd of September. And then on the 24th, we have a, or sorry, the 25th, we have a Libra new moon, September 25th. So we're going right into this Libra energy. And it's, yeah, we're going to feel this um, sort of, transition from being very uh personally focused on you know things like health and routine and getting the tasks done and Mm -hmm. we're going Mm -hmm. to be a little bit more cerebral a little bit more airy and Mm. a little bit more interested in connecting with others forming partnerships um love that harmonizing with others but then what's interesting is that the (laughs) new moon uh, is going to be in opposition to Jupiter, sort of like what I was talking about in Heidi Montag's chart. Um, and Jupiter is in Aries right now. It's been retrograding in Aries. So there's this, there's this like need to harmonize with others, but also while uh, finding the truth within yourself and your own personal power. And that's sort of the energy of the whole month of September, especially the second half of September. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very about nice. yeah connecting with others while allowing that to uh, bring out individual power within yourself. Uh, also, like every planet basically is retrograding right now, which is love just, that uh, interesting. <laughs> like everything. So when you say retrograde, Heather, again, sorry, yeah. don't mean to cut you off, but like again, and for the astrology dumb dummies, cuties like me who yes. are listening, we're gonna keep diving more and more into this each episode uh we'll get into all the nooks and crannies don't worry there's a lot a lot of layers to astrology but like when you say retrograde heather real quick too like what do you mean by that so retrogrades symbolically are a time to uh sort of like turn inward sort of rest with the energies it's not necessarily a time of action and forward momentum it's more like Mm -hmm. we're gonna sit back and digest this and see how we really feel about it and uh in terms of like what's happening in the sky it's not like the planets are suddenly moving backwards. It's just that's how it appears from our perspective. It looks as if the planets are moving backwards. Um, and I'm not an astronomer, oh. so I, I can't articulate this as well as <laughs> articulate. Yeah, articulate this as well as other One episode can. at a time, folks. But One episode at a time. Yeah. 
<laughs> but 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 yeah, that's basically the retro. So it appears Amazing. as though all these planets are moving backwards, and symbolically that represents. That's why this we pause to, to take pause, a time look back. inward. Um, ah. Things feel out of order, but it's really just to be more flexible, be adaptable. It's more like things back. are falling into place. Yeah, yeah, Not, and I that's think maybe so. why you feel like a, maybe a pause or a shift to like, okay, and now to look inward. That's really fascinating. I've never, I think you articulated, articulated it great. I, that's, I've never kind of heard it put into those terms so specifically before. That was great. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I'm very into um, retrogrades this month. Yeah. I love that. Or like, also I feel like retrogrades are something people talk about and it's this really negative, like it's in retrograde. That's that. why you're feeling things. Then it's so nice to hear that it's like, not it's not doesn't mean you have to be falling to shambles it's just more of like pay attention to maybe like yeah the things that are loud inside the things that maybe don't feel fully aligned as we love to say in the spiritual world no negatives in astrology everything's an opportunity this is a no judgment astrology zone folks okay we're gonna we're using this shit to our advantage all right get on the spiritual train a choo-choo um (laughs) awesome so, and with that, Heather, is there anything else you wanted to add about us going into Libra season? We'll cover. We'll be covering more about Libra season, and we'll be doing two celebrity Libras next time. Yeah, I think that's good. Until then, I mean, just, just get ready to to relate again. Get ready to connect with your friends and your important relationships. And yourself, it sounds like. And yourself, right, right. And with yourself. This Jupiter and Aries being a part of this. It's, it's I love yeah, that. finding that inner power and then connecting with others. Mm, chef's kiss. Loves it. Loves it. Um, all right, amazing. Well, we love you all. Thank yes. you all so much for listening. And we will see you, we will be right back here uh, next week. We will. Bye.